Welcome to the Sisters Like Us podcast. I'm Lakin. And I'm Allie. And we're here to share our perspectives as sisters from two different generations. So grab a glass of wine or a bottle and let's dive in. Cheers. Cheers. Welcome to episode 14. Oh my gosh. Of the Sisters Like Us That's podcast. Crazy. We are chugging along and I feel like every episode we are learning more and more about what works for us and what doesn't and hopefully getting better at yeah. this little hobby that we have started. So we thought we would talk in this episode or we thought we would do an episode on reading. It came up in a couple of different episodes. It came up during the hobbies episode. It came up during the Q&A and we kind of thought let's make it its own episode. Yeah. Of course, now that we're here, I'm not really sure how we're going to fill a whole episode talking about reading. Maybe let's start with when we feel like we got into reading for pleasure. Obviously, we both had to read in school. Like, right. that, we all have had to do that. And I think sometimes that makes it harder to enjoy reading for fun when you're doing so much reading for school. Because yeah. I can think of being really into reading for fun when I was, like, very little. Like, elementary no, yeah, school. I agree. I was really into Harry Potter. Like That's the first big series I remember reading and getting really into kind of fantasy and chapter books. And that was like, I would go into my room and stay up all night reading. And then of course, there's a time frame where you're reading so much for school in high school and in college that then you're like, I don't want to read for fun outside of that. Yeah. So I definitely had a reading lull after that yeah I would say like I didn't really even get into like reading for pleasure until like COVID oh interesting what do you think sparked that if you listen to the previous episodes where we talk about like hobbies and stuff I was talking about how I used to do creative writing and I think that like getting back into that during COVID got me more interested in like reading again and because I feel like recently, like since COVID, reading has become more of like a trendy thing. Yeah. Well, book talk, right? Made it a thing. Yeah. So it's kind of like, you know, everyone was reading like the Colleen Hoover books, which are like, for people I feel like who are like avid readers, they like hate Colleen Hoover. We just talked about this. I went to lunch with my mom friends earlier this week and we had this exact conversation. We were talking about reading. We were talking about getting books from the library and Colleen Hoover came up and somebody said that exact statement. They said, for people who actually like to read fiction, they don't like Colleen Hoover. Yeah. And it's interesting because I think she is a really easy read, obviously. Absolutely. And I think she appeals to like, you know, young adults in general. And I think it's interesting that we both have read her stuff. Mm -hmm. Well, I got into it because of you. Right. So like... I read, you know, like, It Ends With Us is, like, her most popular book. It's coming out with a movie with, like, Lively in February. Like, I thought that got, like, no it's pause. Ha- no, it's happening. Ooh. So, February 9th, you know where I will be. Um, Even though you have strong opinions about Blake Lively playing that character. I do. Which, I guess I can mention super quick because we probably won't go back to this movie. But if anyone's read that book, like, the main character, Lily, I think her name is right. Lily? I don't remember. Oh my god, I don't remember. And, like, she's, like, a young, in her early 20s, like, redhead, and I just don't picture Blake Lively. Like, not that she doesn't look great for her age, but, like, she's not in her early 20s, and she's, like, known for all these blonde characters that she plays. Well, first off, you know that characters are almost always played by people older than them. I know that. I understand that. How old is Blake Lively? Do you even know? I think she's, like, in her late 30s, no? I I have no idea. I just feel like there are so many young 
ginger actresses that like you know like Sadie Sink and like I know that's who you're just convinced should be that person. No, no, no. She should be the younger version of oh, her. Oh, oh, The older version, I'm trying to... Abigail Cohen. Yes. I, see, I don't know who either of those people are. Abby. Well, let's insert a picture of Abigail Cohen here. If you've read her book, this is the perfect actress for it. But anyways, besides the point, that was like the first book I read. So then, you know, I got into Verity, which was her kind of like thriller romance novel, which... And um, what we concluded at lunch is that a lot of her books are not great and they are easy reads and they are good for people trying to get into reading but she does have some really good ones I think she does and those two I think are her best yes I think like the other ones like you know they're cutesy and like whatever yeah. but but we I, tried to convince the one like very avid reader in the group to give Verity a shot yes because I think Verity is really great and I'm actually, I'm literally can see the Colin Hoover books on your shelf right now. And maybe someday is actually one of her longer ones. And it gets so much hate. So I'm going to be honest. Those two books that you're, you're looking at. Yeah. So Allie lent me four books. I don't remember when you gave them to me. And I've read two. And the two that you're staring at that you can see, I do not want to read those because I have a topic that I don't like to read fiction about that those books have in them. I cannot do fiction about cheating. Oh. So I read the synopsis for both of those books and was like, these are not for me. When I'm reading fiction, I want it, I want to relax and I don't want to think about stuff that reminds me of my past. Yeah, that's interesting. Those, and I would say those are not even like worth it, honestly, anyway. Cool. Maybe someday it's like a series that like, it's, it's interesting because like the main character, the guy is deaf. Okay. So it's, it's kind of like, but, and he like does music and stuff. And then all your perfects is, is good. But besides the point, I have read most of her books. Mm, actually, probably only about 60% of her books. She has a lot. There's a lot of books. I would say I am, I like I said in the most the last episode, like I am a little bit of a lull right now, but I just came back from Mexico and read Happy Place. Yeah, I still haven't finished it. I'm like halfway through it. So Yeah, which I won't obviously talk about the whole book, but Emily Henry, I feel like, is similar to Colleen Hoover. I think she's getting there, yes. I did not like Happy Place at at all compared to her. Like, I liked Happy Place, but it did not beat any of Colleen Hoover's books for me. Okay. I obviously haven't finished Happy Place, but I read, what was the, Book Lovers. Okay, yeah. And I really liked it. I would not rank it above, like, the best Colleen Hoover. Like, Verity, I'm trying to think whichever, what, what other ones I really liked, but... I would definitely rank it above the calling for books I think are stupid, like the ghost one. Oh, I didn't even read that one. It's I knew so it was dumb. Up. I actually like Ugly Love a lot. That's one that I feel like is underrated. Which, I know I read that, but which one is that? It's the one where he's a pilot. Mm. Or, is he a pilot? Is that a, is that a lie? I don't know if he's a Yes, lie. I think you're right. I read that one over the summer. Also, yes, I have that one of yours too. Actually, one of my favorites might be November 9th. I really love it. Oh, see, I think that book is stupid. <gasps> It's a little bit stupid. I it's an easy read. That one is... Oh, I can see Ugly Love and November 9th right next to Those are the other two you gave me. I think those are low on my... Or I think November 9th is low on my Colleen Hoover list. Yeah. But speaking of going back to Emily Henry, I have Beach Read. Yep. Never finished it. Also talked about in the last episode that I think I'm literally at the point where, like, if I were to go back and read that book, I would have to start it over. Which, that happens. That happens. Like, that but happens I don't to want too. to. Then don't. Yeah. I have a firm belief that life is too short to read books you don't like. So yeah. if you aren't enjoying a book, 
stop reading it. I know that's really hard for people to be like to quit in the middle of a book, but seriously, life is too short. Yeah. I have been getting a lot of books from the library lately and I very much will wait for a book for like weeks and weeks and weeks and finally get it. And then I get 20% of the way into it. And I'm like, I'm not, yeah. I'm not into it. And I give up. Well, I'm super excited because I'm asking for a Kindle for Christmas oh. because I want to get back. Like I always want to read when I go to bed, but I like to have my light off. Yeah. So, and then I don't like the whole reading light thing. And it's just like, no, I was going to bring up that topic on this episode is about reading how you read books. And I know you have always been very much a physical, I need to own the book. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go buy the actual copy. I think I would still buy the copy and have a Kindle. Like I think yeah, just to have the copy of the book. That's amazing. I actually want to go back to something really quick. Okay. Going back to Verity. She added another chapter to the book oh, that's and, right. and came out with a new one. I bought it. And have not read the extra chapter. It is one chapter, and I haven't gone back and read the extra chapter. It's, Do you feel like you need to reread the whole book in order to read the extra chapter, though? I don't know, but I got the hardcover. I spent $20 on a book I already had just to see <laughs> the extra chapter. And I also got It Starts With Us, which is the prequel right. to It Ends With Us. Got maybe 20 pages in. So boring. No one's like, no one's liked it. It's Interesting. So for nonfiction, which we'll get to at some point, I like to own the physical book. For fiction, I am torn. If I am going to read the book again, like the Harry Potter books I like to reread, like books that I love that I'm going to reread, I want to own a physical copy. But oh, okay. if I am not going to reread it, I don't need to own a physical copy of it. Yeah. I like to see like when you're reading the physical copy, like how far you are in it. The Kindle tells you what percentage you're I at. know. But like, you know. No, it's the same concept. The know. Kindle says you're 60% of the way. It's more accurate than looking at the pages. Yeah, I guess that's fair. I'm excited for you to get the Kindle. I think it oh, also... So I'm getting it. Okay, I have no idea if she is getting the Kindle. I just assume that if you asked for it, I guess you ask. You're the kind of person that asks for way more than what is feasible in everyone's budget. So who knows what you'll actually end up getting. Yeah. So going back to how we like to read books, don't get me wrong. I love something about a physical book and turning the pages and the smell of a brand new book. Yeah. I love that. But the Kindle does make things so much more convenient for a couple of reasons. Like you said, number one is reading before bed. You can already have the light off. It's easy. If you're sharing the bed with somebody else, for me, like if Sam is already in bed, I like having my Kindle because then I don't have a light on that's bothering him. Right. And like, or if I wake up in the middle of the night and can't fall back asleep, like my Kindle is right there. I also like it to be able to quickly get books from the library. Yeah. Now, if you want to pay for books, you can. And that is also a big perk. I actually, fun story. I remember the very first time I got a Kindle was actually in high school and I, it was when the Hunger Games had just become like a thing. Was it the Hunger Games that I was reading? Or was there, was it another series? Because the Hunger Games, we had the physical copies. It was a different series. Dang it. That kind of ruins the story because I don't remember what book it was. But I was reading a series on my Kindle and it was Christmas morning and nobody else was up yet. And I finished book one and I could just immediately go to the app store mm. and download book two and go and yeah. like not even break my momentum of reading and go straight into book two. It was awesome. That's what's memory for me too. I actually did have a Kindle as well. I had a Kindle Fire. So I actually had like the fancy one like that was, it was like, like almost an iPad. It was almost an iPad. Again, that kind of defeats the purpose of me reading it dark. 
I could just read on my phone if I'm going to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's still bigger than the phone. But again, I have an iPad, so I can just read on your Yeah, dude, the Kindle app on your iPad is the same concept as, like, the Kindle Fire. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, when I was younger, I used it mostly to, like, watch TV and stuff right. on, like, road trips and whatever and play games. But now that all, what you said about when Hunger Games came out, whether that was the book or not... I actually read all the Divergent books when I was younger because that was my favorite trilogy. Um, Maybe that was the book I moved on to the second one. I don't know. I think I said this in the movie and TV episode, but when Divergent came out in theaters, I literally read the Divergent book in two days just so I could go see it. Yes, you did say that. Yeah. um, I love that series. That's like, that's still my favorite trilogy. Such a good series. Such a bummer about the last movie. Yes, yeah, so, such a bummer about the last book too. But still, no, I don't hate the book. I, the, okay. Anyways, another big perk of the Kindle too is when you're traveling. Again, there is something special about sitting on a beach with a physical book in your hand. But if you're going on a longer vacation, it doesn't have to be like let me let me pack all of the books. I have yeah. no idea how many I'm going to read. Yeah. You can make sure you have plenty on your Kindle and just take your Kindle with you. It's so much also, easier. This is not sponsored by Kindle. Oh, not even. I mean, if you want to, Amazon Kindle, Kindle give us a call. I'm a huge fan of my Kindle. <laughs> That's so funny. It feels like an ad. Where it's, like, not, it's not. It's not. She doesn't even have one yet. This is the perks of a Kindle. <laughs> but I think just getting used to reading digitally for you is going to be a shift. But I hope that you enjoy it. Me too. We need to get you hooked up also with a library card and the library app so you can get books that way. Okay. Yeah. And not, so you're not spending 10 bucks a book every time you finish a book. That's okay. Yes. Let's finish up fiction before we move in to nonfiction, which is where I would talk about audiobooks (laughs) and the look on Ellie's face. No, you're, I know you're probably, you're not a nonfiction reader. Or an audiobook person. Or an audiobook. Okay. Okay. I want to finish fiction before we move into that though. So any other fiction authors or series that you absolutely love that you could reread over and over again? I think like, I know this is like basically is a Colleen Hoover episode, but like for the avid readers who don't like her, like there are so many books of hers that I've read that I really genuinely would reread. Like they've like, they just like hit something with me. Like I just like them a lot. Like I think Regretting You is one of her really great books. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've read, yeah, you did read that one. Just, like, a really... That one was, like, unique, cool concept. Like, she has a couple of those. She has some that are, like, okay. Yeah, some of them feel like the same thing over and over again, but the couple unique standouts are very good. I agree. Yeah. I think my next series is going to be um, the Thorn of whatever. Court of Thorns and Roses. Yeah. So, I was going to bring that up. I have read her other series, which is called Throne of Glass. Love. I've read it twice. Oh. Love. Like, should I have gone that route? Well, let me give you my thoughts and what I know about both, and then you can go from there. Okay. So, I love Throne of Glass, like, obsessed. And what I've heard is that the other one, The Court of Thrones and Roses, is more fantasy-ish, like, more the the lore of a fantasy book as opposed to, not, not that Throne of Glass doesn't have fantasy in it, because it absolutely, like, fantasy and magic, it absolutely does. But it's, especially at the beginning, it's a little bit more real life. Mm -hmm. So I absolutely loved it and recommend it all the time. I tried A Court of Thorns and Roses and could not get into the first book. But I've also heard heard the first book is hard. I've heard the first, first book is tougher to get into. And then once you get into it, it's so worth it. Yeah. So I actually got the recommendation to read it from my friend who 
we were writing a book together, the friend that I was talking about before, and she was like, it's just, like, so up your alley, because, mm-hmm. like, our, our book that we were writing was, like, a fantasy, like, fiction hodgepodge of things. And so, yeah, I'm struggling to get into it for sure. But well, you started it. I, I, yeah, I mean, like, two chapters in. Okay. Like, yeah, I think I made it on it's just the Kindle. Just it like, is. At the beginning. On? Yes, there's so many characters, and it's a little confusing. And the names are just, like, what is happening? And you have the physical book. I do. Because I tried to read it, or I think I bought it. I don't remember if I bought it or if I got it from the library. I tried to read it on Kindle, and I just couldn't, without being able to flip back. That is a one con of a Kindle, is if you want to flip back and reference, like, oh, wait, Um, what was that person's name? Or what was, you? I remember them talking about this. You can't flip back to pages as easily. And so I felt like having the physical copy of A Court of Thorns and Roses would help me. But sounds like you're still struggling a little bit. I am. But I also, like, I've just, like, struggled with having time to read, too. Which That's I fair. guess we can... Yeah, we could talk about that. I also love a lot of those, the the genre that is, like, Hunger Games, Divergent, what is that called? Where it's, like, futuristic, but, oh, dystopian. Dystopian society kind uh, of books. Oh, yeah. So, obviously, the Hunger, Game, Hunger Games and Divergent are well-known ones. I also love, did you ever read Uglies? Yes, and I did a book report on it when I was in middle school. Yeah, it's an old series. Such, and, like, I had so much fun with the book reports because I'd make the little, like, PowerPoint with the music in the background. I loved that series. The Selection, you ever read those? No, I haven't, but I wanted to. I actually, with The Uglies, if any, if you haven't read it, you should. It's a great book. Yes. That, I think, that book is what sparked my itch for creative writing. Oh, cool. Because it was it was that dystopian concept yep. that I loved. And that's what like what my friend and I wrote is dystopian and like fan like all of the genres that are like, you know, just crazy. There is another one that falls into that category. So I have them all on my Kindle, which another part of the Kindle. You can lend books. So once you, if you get a Kindle, I can lend you my selection books. I have all the selection books. I have all the uglies books. I want to reread uglies. on my Kindle. And there is another one of those series, Matched. Yes. Also, think I tried to read that in middle school. Maybe I didn't finish it. I don't know. I don't remember. I, I mean, they're worth rereading anyway. Yeah, they are. I reread them all the time. So I have all of those, the whole series on, on my Kindle. Okay. And Throne of Glass. I can lend you that oh, one, too. I have all of that. Amazing. Yeah, I bought that at one point. Amazon was having a sale where you could buy the whole Throne of Glass bundle, like all seven books, for a... I don't know, $7 or something stupid. I'm trying to think if there's any other fiction I highly recommend. I'm pulling up my Goodreads app. Do you use Goodreads? I do, but my phone's not with me. Oh, that's okay. Okay, nothing jumped out at me, but Goodreads did remind me that we had started to try to start a book club. Yeah. And whose idea was that? Okay, let me, let me rest my case. I had decided to start a book club with us, our mom, and then Lindsay, who will be on here soon, which are, is our future sister-in-law. And then I got a new job, and then it was just, like, a little bit hard for me. It, I started my new job, and the people at my work were also doing a book club, and then I got so she stressed. prioritized them over us. I, I, it was, like, my first week. I got stressed. I didn't know what – there was just a lot. But we did read Daisy Jones and the Six. Which I personally think is overrated. So overrated. Yeah. Seven, and eh, six out of ten. I was bored. I was bored. It felt like I was just, like, trying to get through this book. I was And sure. I was, like, unpopular opinion, super unpopular opinion. The show was better. 
Oh, I think the show was better too. But no one who likes that book thinks so. Oh, thinks no, that. I think I was just like this way it was. Ugh, I just and then I tried to read another book, or I did read another book by the same author, and was also still not impressed. The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. So that's what we tried for Wait, book you two. Didn't like that either? I didn't dislike it, but I didn't love it. That's I have that book and I still haven't read it because that was supposed to be the second book. That was supposed to be our second book that we purposely timed because Lindsay was going to be out of town. Out Well, she was going to be in Italy getting engaged to our brother. And so, and she'd already read it. So it was going to be just me, mom, and Allie. And that's when Allie quit. So then that just ended up being me and mom read it together. And yeah, it was just okay to me. And I've heard people rave about her books, but I haven't yet to find one I really love. Yeah, I just, like, have an issue with, like, reading on a deadline. I'm not really about it. It reminds me of school. Okay, so then book clubs are not for you. Correct. Good to know. I am going to delve into nonfiction a little bit, even though you probably have not read it. This is not going to be a conversation so much as a soliloquy. Have you ever tried to read nonfiction? No. Okay, so I probably started reading nonfiction, like, personal development books, Oh. That's what I mean by nonfiction, like personal development, like self-help. Oh, yeah. Like, was not great. I read a couple. Okay. That's what I mean by nonfiction. I don't Uh, mean like a textbook. Oh. (laughs) Nonfiction means anything that is (laughs) not like, uh, not a fake story. Okay. So you have read some nonfiction. Mm Mm-hmm. But, like, not a thing that you currently prioritize. No. Again, like, if I read more at night, like, I would read them, or, like, in the morning. I have great minds think, wait, what is it called? It's, like, a little rainbow thing in the middle of it. I have no idea what you're talking about. So I can't do nonfiction at night. At night, it is strictly fiction, relaxing, reading for fun. Mm -hmm. I like nonfiction in the morning if I'm going to read a physical book. And I do like to have the physical books for nonfiction. And I do like... An audiobook. I've started to like audiobooks for nonfiction. It's almost just like a podcast that you're listening to. Yeah, that's. I think that's the thing about audiobooks. I could never listen to a fiction. No, me neither. On an audiobook. Well, that said, I am currently listening to Harry Potter. That's what Lila and I listen to during our nighttime feeds. Is we listen to Harry Potter on audiobook, but that's different because it's a reread and I know the story right. very well. Right. So that one, I feel like I can get away with. But a fiction book, I've never read. I don't want to listen to it. But nonfiction, I like the either the physical book or the audio book. I don't like nonfiction on Kindle because mm-hmm. I want to be able to highlight or write things. I don't want to be on my Kindle. So that is where I differ. Okay. On my type of book preference very much depends on what the book is that I'm reading. The nonfiction books I always recommend when people ask, The Lazy Genius Way is one of my all-time favorites. I think everybody and anywhere needs to read that book. I'm trying to look at Atomic my shelf. Atomic Habits. Atomic Habits is good. It's a lot. I know that's like one of the most popular ones. Are yeah, you looking I at just, my shelf? Yeah, I've just heard of that. And I know there was that, that a really popular one, like You Are a... You Are a Badass. Yeah. yeah I don't think that book is that great. Yeah, I, I, that seemed like a trend. No, oh, yeah. I really like personal development nonfiction books. I also like to read nonfiction for business. I read a lot of business-focused mm-hmm. nonfiction books, too, to yeah. help me in that regards. Yeah. So I think that generation-wise, like, being nine years apart, like, we kind of still like the same kind yeah. of books. But then I feel like there's that, like, difference between, like, you'd, like, read a little bit more nonfiction. I never got into Harry Potter. Yeah, you're too young for Harry Potter. So... Well, there's people I know that, like, read all of Harry Potter, but, like, it wasn't my... But are they as, like, 
Same, but see, the yeah. movies were out. So, like, I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to watch the movies. That's, see, I read the books before I watched the mm-hmm. movies because that's just how they were released in my yeah. childhood. And same thing with Twilight. Like, you had all the Twilight oh, yes. books, and I didn't read any of the Twilight books, but I watched all the movies. Yeah. So, that's kind of, I feel like, where the real, like, generational. No, you're right. You were less inclined to read those books because the movies, by the time you were old enough to read them, the movies were already out. Like, yeah. for Harry Potter... The first book came out, I was a couple years behind the main characters. The movies came out, I was almost the exact same age as the main characters. So I would read the book and then watch the movie when they came out, and that just didn't make sense for you. Right. That definitely is a generational difference. I also think your generation is more into audiobooks, and maybe that's just you, you're not into them, but I do think that's something. Uh, Yeah, no, I would agree. I think... I know a lot of people that do use audiobooks. I just, like, there's one thing for me to go away from, like, having a physical copy to a Kindle. Going from a Kindle to just <laughs> listening to it on my AirPods. Not happening. No. I also think your generation does read books also that, not, I guess mine does too, that are just super trendy. Like, social media is talking about this book and we're all going to read it. But my generation something, has done that too. Something I like to do is, like, if I'm, like, reading... Moral of the story is, like, my favorite genre is, like, romance, fantasy, fiction. Love all it. those things. But I love to, like, look up, like, what people would think the cast would look like. So oh, that yeah. it can, like, picture. Like, obviously you picture someone, but, like, then you can really picture it. Like, Scott Eastwood as blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, just, like. So let me ask you a question. Do you like to know that before you start reading the book? No, no, no. Like, I'll. I'll get to know the characters first, and then I'll look something up like that. Okay, so same. I want to develop my own vision of them before I get that. But the nonfiction book I recommended, The Lazy Genius Way, she also loves to read. And she is a huge fan of the author that does Throne of Glass, Court of Thrones mm-hmm. and Roses. And she has, like, her perfect cast. Oh, yeah. Like, I, was, I love that. And, like, that when I was writing my own book, like, we used to, like, pick, pick cast people, members yeah. for it. But yeah, and I loved how in Happy Place they had all the characters on the front. There were so oh, on the f- cover of the book? Yeah. Because I obviously have the Kindle version, the so I didn't see that. It has all of them, like, in the pool or whatever, and so, like... It's like a cartoon version? Yeah. Oh. But it was like, it was like, okay, who's the redhead that you're, like, trying to figure out? Oh, who's that's like, fun. Yeah, so that was fun. Okay, this episode has gone way longer than I thought it was going to. Yeah. But hopefully it was interesting. Obviously, let us know in the comments. Do you yeah. like to read? What do you like to read? Do you have a book recommendation? Or an easier question, what is the best book you've read this year? Yes. I think to goal-wise. Oh, yes. Ooh, let's talk about goals. I would love to read like 20 books next year, which I feel like is a good goal. Where did you come up with that number? Well, most people shoot for like 30 to 40. All right. Let's call this episode. <laughs> let's call it. If you are on YouTube... Thumbs up, subscribe, please. If you are on Apple or Spotify, please rate and review. We appreciate those five-star reviews, and we will see you all, hear you all, talk to you all next time. Bye-bye. So I have known people to set a goal to read like 10, and then people who set a goal to read 100. It really depends on your life. So I am a math nerd, and I like to do a rough estimate approximately how quick of a reader are you? And you could just use the average if you want. And approximately how long are the books that you're reading? Then you do the math. Hmm. If you want to read 20 books, it so the, the easy math I quick I usually do for people is people talk about 50 books a year because or 52 because it's like one a week, right? So based on the average book length and the average reading speed, if you wanted to read one book a week, it's about 
dang it, now I can't remember if it's 30 minutes or an hour. I think it's 30 minutes of reading per day. So if you can fit in 30 minutes of reading per day on based on the averages, you could get a book a week. But if you are reading longer books or shorter a books. A book a week. Well, I don't know. To be determined. We'll figure out what book goal makes sense for you, what reading goal makes sense for you. I also will set a reading goal for next year, but have not figured out what it is. 